What's up, everybody? This is Eve with the Healthy Charleston Podcast. For those of you who don't know, I'm a physical therapist, and this podcast is dedicated to giving you the right health and fitness information that is both practical, actionable, and evidence-based. This is season two of the podcast, and we are so excited. We're going to have a little less interviewing. We're going to do some more topic-based discussions with myself and some of the made-to-move physical therapy and performance team. Maybe have some guest hosts out there. We are so excited for season two. Thank you so much for joining us and supporting us. If you have any questions for me or the crew, just search Healthy Charleston on Instagram or you can reach out to us directly at made to move pt.com that is the number two thanks so much see you soon what's up everybody this is eve with the healthy charleston podcast we got a little something different for you today we have scott with island coastal lager Now, this is exactly what you think it is. This is a beer company. But they're doing things just a little bit different. They've got some pretty socially conscious ideas of how they make their products, what ingredients that they use. And honestly, open my eyes to things I've never even thought about and things that I didn't even know about. So... This is a good one. Scott does an amazing job. He is the owner. And this one was a lot of fun. So we'll get right to it. This is Scott with Island Coastal Lager. Beautiful. I've started a lot of podcasts in weird ways. That might be my favorite way to start a podcast. Nice. (laughs) So today's topic I think is going to be super interesting. Something that's a little bit different than what the audience is used to. We're going to talk about beer. What's up, man? How you doing? Good. How yeah. are you? I'm good. I'm, I'm Thanks. excited. Thanks for having me. Dude, I'm so I'm pumped for this. Uh, I know a little bit about your story, um, did some research, but I really would love to know kind of what you guys are all about. You've obviously got a very passionate mission, wanting to change a lot of things. I had to stop you in the previous conversation because you were just, you know, you got going on a rant, which I love. Yeah. I, I go on a lot of rants myself. It'll <laughs> happen before the end of this podcast. But yeah, just let us let us know a little bit about yourself and yeah. what you got going on. So um, yeah, my name is Scott Hansen. Uh, my business partner is Brandon Perry. And um, we were just real good buddies um, before we started this company. Our kids were friends. We lived on... Uh, Daniel Island uh, in uh, South Carolina, and um, I uh, I do some open ocean races, and I was doing a race to uh, Cuba a couple years back, and I asked Brandon if uh, he and his wife wanted to join my wife and I um, down in Cuba, um, so uh, they all met me down there, and I raced down there, and when we got there, everyone said, don't drink the water. And so, uh, you know, the water, the water's bad in, in Cuba, apparently. And so we drank the beer and there were two beers in Cuba. There was a dark beer and a light beer. And, um, they were pretty awful because they were, um, collaboration, uh, between a big corporate conglomerate and, uh, the Cuban government. And so 
uh, we got pretty tired of drinking the beer down there after uh, just a few days because they were, they were really horrible. And um, uh, through that trip, we realized that, um, you know, that it, was, it was really unfortunate that a communist country 90 miles from the coast of the U.S., um, did uh, th- these folks weren't able to have all the, all the variety of, of choices that we have here in the U.S., and so when we came uh, came back home, we, we came back to Charleston and we started a company uh, called Havana Craft Imports. And our 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 uh, you know goal or or idea was to import beer, good beer, into Cuba. And um, we uh, we had what no, year is this? This was mean- this was in this was in. Uh, this was in 2016. Yeah, because that'd be recent because like we weren't doing any business with Cuba until no, I don't yeah. know when that happened, but I feel like that was pretty recent. Yeah, it was, it was recent. I mean, yeah. it, it, you know, in, in 2017, uh, it was uh, the Obama administration was kind of lowering some of the, you know, the walls uh, mm-hmm. to, to do some things with Cuba. And um, we, we thought that that might be an opportunity, but we also... Uh, it were you know at the time entrepreneurs in our own right. He owned a, a you know a, a technology uh, finance company, and I owned a, uh, a technology staffing company. And we uh, we had been you know pretty satisfied with you know we weren't looking to create a company. It was just a mission you know that we felt like it, they, these folks deserve better beer. And uh, mm-hmm. when, but when we got home and we decided to start navigating that process. Um, it kind of took on a life of its own where we decided, hey, maybe we should create a beer that would be like, you know, their their version of an, their national beer because they didn't have the ability to do that. We would create a craft beer to, you know, to, to, to give them as their own and, and import other beers as well and curate some other beers to import. But um, so it, it led us to make a, a small investment in a local brewery. And, uh, you know, that was the idea, like, you know, have the have uh, the guys that we made the investment with in, in that smaller local brewery to um, create kind of, a, a you know, some small batches to send along with the other beers that we would import into Cuba. And um, lo and behold, we couldn't say get it to Cuba. It was it was virtually impossible. Uh, the, we, we learned the only way to get the beer into Cuba was uh, through the Russian embassy. Uh, true story. It was uh, it was it was some colorful characters we met along the way. <laughs> I can um, imagine. Yeah, yeah, it was it was pretty wild, but we were having fun with it, and uh, we got a peek under the covers of, of, of you know craft beer and, and what that what that entails, and and we weren't we weren't you know we didn't have the time or, or really the capacity to to start you know brewing our own beer, but we had made this small investment in this brewery and got a peek under the covers, as I said, and. Um, we, we started, you know, in our conversations thinking about, you know, w- w- you know, what about the U.S. as, as a whole? Um, you know, when we started doing some analysis on the, on the, in the U.S. market, we realized that 85% of the U.S. market drinks macro beers. And then, you know, the balance. 85? 85%, oh yeah. God. 85%. You wouldn't think that even, like, you know, is that still today? Like, uh, t- Yeah, today it's it, it, the, the craft companies, uh, the craft breweries. Uh, when we started this this journey, there were, you know, roughly uh, just under 4,000 craft breweries. Now there's uh, 8,000 running to 10,000. Okay. And, um, you know, here it is, uh, you know, uh, January of, of 2020. And there's and it literally just continues to grow. Although, even though there's been, um, you know, uh, that many craft breweries that have been born, 
um, there's still only about 16 to 17% of the U.S. population that really drinks craft beer. The, the balance, you know, 80, 83, 84% still drinks macro beers. And when we looked at that, we kind of, it was kind of a head scratcher, you know, because um, macro beers are uh, predominantly, really at the, at the time, all macro beers uh, use fillers and preservatives in their beer. And so corn, rice, uh, preservatives, and um, the, the alcohol lobby, which is really, really strong, uh, has a stranglehold on uh, our, our politicians up in D.C. and don't require um, uh, alcohol to, 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 to have on their packaging what's actually in their product. And, which and, I think is really interesting, which I've never thought about basically my entire life until you brought it up. And that's why I was really intrigued to have a conversation. Because like probably everybody else is like, oh, that's true. Like with everything, labels and calories, like calories are finally on there, but like nothing else. Like what is inside my beer? It's like, okay, it's just alcohol and, you know, no, rain no, or no, whatever. No, right? there's like, no requirement. Right. There, there's, there's really strict require, requirements um, with the FDA on virtually every product, but not alcohol, because the the alcohol lobby and and the, and the alcohol suppliers don't want you to know what's in their beer, um, you know, or, or or liquor for that matter. I mean, uh, you know, the 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 content of sugar, um, the content of uh, you know what types of preservatives, um, and so we dug in a little bit, and 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 not long uh, before you know, and and part of what got, kind of got at us a little bit. Uh, there were some um, there were some things that went on uh, that went kind of viral on the internet about some of the things that were found in beer that were you know just again head scratchers like why why are people putting um, these types of preservatives in beer that are really not good for you mm-hmm. and so you know um, you know kind of what ended up happening is we. You know, we, we, we looked at, you know, the original mission of our of our intent was uh, with the company we started, Havana Craft Imports, was to import better beer into Cuba. And, and you know, we, we looked at each other and said, well, shit, you know. Oh, we need to go to Cuba. We, we got the same problem in the U.S. <laughs> right. You know, I mean, yeah. there's, there, there's and, and, and in some ways, there's a collaboration, just like with the Cuban government and, and this conglomerate providing really poor beer in, in two different flavors, a dark and a light for Cuba. Well, the, the, the American government doesn't, doesn't feel the need to, you know, provide uh, information on, uh, on beer or require information for the beer company. And, and the beer companies are satisfied with that because they, they will use every corner cutting measure to, to, to make the cheapest product possible. And, and, and to be and profitable, that's the point. To, of to be profitable, yeah. Yeah. to be yeah. profitable, yeah. and so and you could taste it. You could taste it in the beer. If you drink, if you drink a lot of macro beers, there's really not a lot of flavor, and, and they're watered down, and and you're drinking really, you know, instead of high grain quality uh, or, or high quality grains and and, and malt, um, you're drinking, you know, substitutes like rice, and then and then there's preservatives put on top of that, and then even coloring. There's there's food coloring, but but they don't even put that on their on their um, on their on their labels because they don't have to. Yeah, we had this ongoing joke when I was a, um, not when I was a kid, when I was younger, right? Feels like an ages ago. But there were certain beers and they're macro beers. We won't talk any labels here. But basically, we would take it on um, trips or like if we went like on a fishing trip or something like that because it tasted exactly the same 
ice cold as it did warm, right? Like <laughs> yeah. exactly the how's same. How's that possible? You know, right. how's that, like that doesn't make any sense, right? It's just kind of like, right. you knew, and you kind of know, I feel like people do know that the quality of that stuff isn't yeah. the same, yeah. you know? So yeah, it's just it's just super, super and, and, and And we're, you know, in, in Germany, we're really, we're, we're like the birthplace of beer, right? But, yeah. um, they, they have very strict laws in that country. Um, that require not only the ingredients to be put into the beer, but you you are you, you are not by law the Reigenheis law in in Germany does not allow you to substitute anything in beer other than what's supposed to be in beer, which is water, hops, malt, and yeast. And so we um, there are we, no fillers, so to speak. No right? fillers. No the, the only things that belong in beer are those for. Uh, those four ingredients. So we um, we took the original idea of of creating that you know call it white label for uh, Cuba um, and 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 started pursuing that for the U.S. And so when we uh, when we you know we approached a brewer up in uh, up in uh, Greenville, South Carolina, um, who is uh, you know a really really good brewer. Uh, and this was outside of that little investment we made in, in our hometown in Charleston. Uh, but we, we approached him and said, you know, this is what we want to do. We want to make a, a really high quality beer that just tastes like beer. You know, we, we, we don't want to make a coconut porter. We don't, and, and the craft guys are great. They make, you know, all these great beers and hoppy beers and IPAs. And that's and, their value proposition, right? It's being right. different. And like, that's what they have to do to position themselves totally different because macro breweries aren't doing that so like here this is why you should drink our beer right, right. And, and 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 there's also and they're never going to get that that percentage either right they're always going to stay probably in that 14 percent well, you know i you know if they it, don't go kind of your back i guess you could say that i mean yeah. you know you got you, you know we, we we initially said oh let's let's create craft uh, on trading wheels for those people that are macro yeah that that you know let's create a beer that's quality beer that will pull them closer to craft which is just quality there's this continuation that craft like it's two dudes with a beard you know making ma- ma- making beer in a kettle oh, guaranteed that's what everyone but, thinks but but yeah. but you know but cra- but craft in, in you know applied that 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 continuation or that that you know description applied to you know cheese or or anything else means high quality and and it's just not applied to beer you know because you know, the greater majority of people are drinking macro beers. Mm-hmm. And so, um, you know, if if the beer, I guess if the macro guys made really good beers, I guess it could be considered craft, but there's this massive divide between craft and macro. And, and, and we wanted to be uh, the tip of the spear for the fight to get consumers um, to drink better beer. And, 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 and I'm talking about the 85%. You know, um, and so in order to do that, you have to match their flavor profile with what they're drinking, which is lagers. And so uh, one of the reasons why, you know, you don't see a lot of really high quality craft lagers mass produced or produced in great quantity is because they're really, really difficult to make. Um, a lot of beers that are craft beers, um, you can hide you can you can hide flaws in beers with with high hops and and different flavors and they they could crap beers are, are predominantly all uh, no fillers or preservatives um, but they're but ales and 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 crap beers in general um, you know they're they're easy to hide flaws in the beer uh, whereas a lager has to be crystal clear um, and has a certain flavor profile and and you can't you can't hide behind it 
And, and so it's a really difficult beer to make. It's also a beer that is not brewed, um, you know, in a kettle and, 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 and fermented, you know, like, like a normal beer. A lager and the lagering process is produced uh, as, as cold. And, um, and, and matter of fact, in German, that's what lager means, you know, cold storage. Hmm. So, um, you know, it's just a different, a different methodology. So long story is, is we brought that recipe that we developed with the gentleman in Greenville and he, um, he test batched, uh, probably 13 different test batches until we, uh, and we, and we own the recipe, but we, we had him do 10, 10, you know, 14, maybe he got to 15 different batches. And we, we, we found a, a, a really, we nailed a recipe that we thought could be uh, put in a can and, 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 and let's put that out, right? So um, as we got further down the road and we decided, you know, what, what are we gonna call this thing? And um, we, we immediately defaulted to, uh, to Cuba and thinking about, you know, what, we, what the original intent was and so to pay homage to our original idea and, and to the people of Cuba, where we, you know, couldn't get them the beer, uh, we, we named the beer island. And, and, and no, you know, no one knows in our branding, you know, they, because we live actually on a barrier island off the coast of South Carolina, people thought that that's why we called it island. But uh, the, the island is actually Cuba. And when you look at our filigree and our, our logo, it looks like uh, a cigar label. Mm-hmm. Um, to, to again to pay homage to Cuba and you know we uh, we launched the beer in uh, late 2017 and uh, in the state of South Carolina and within um, shoot within probably eight months uh, we got what's called IRI data or Nielsen data which is uh, consumer data uh, which measures the uh, the amount of uh, purchases being made. Uh, in, in a particular demographic and um, our, our beer was the um, number one craft lager in the state of South Carolina, uh, beating out, you know, other much larger companies, uh, which I think was a testament to the quality of, of the recipe that we created. But but even, you know, there, there, there is also the marketing component, you know, it's a beer called Island. Mm-hmm. Um, but we, we saw where... Um, you know, we, we, we call it spreading the love, you know, with that many people wanting to try our beer in South Carolina and, 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 you know, knowing that we, uh, we did something special, uh, and, and really kind of going now after macro and wanting to compete with macro, we, we quickly, um, uh, expanded into, uh, eight more additional States in the Southeast. People started calling us the Yingling of the South uh, which is kind of cool. Mm-hmm. They also called us the Yeti of beers because we had this life, you know, we have a kind of a lifestyle overlay, um, o- o- you know, as far as the brand goes, yep. which helped carry it into the market. And, um, you know, our mission remains the same, you know, go against macro. We want, we want, we want, we want people uh, now understanding that, that, you know, this, this is still an issue uh, in the U S that everyone's drinking really bad beer and they don't know it. I mean, they're like, you know, consumers are like robots, you know, they, they go in and they buy what they know. And, and I totally get that. But we're trying to we're trying to shake them, you know, re- reprogram them to know that right. there's a better opportunity for them to have a better product and, and for them to, uh, you know, to not be drinking preservatives and corn and, and watered down rice beer. You know, rice does not belong in beer. Rice belongs in sushi rolls. 
And so, um, you know, we, we, we now have expanded into those states and uh, we're in every major retail outlet. Uh, we had a huge boost um, with um, having Carnival Cruise Lines, which is the largest cruise line in, in, the, in the United States, um, pull us on to all 26 of their ships. Uh, that gave us a massive amount of consumer impression. People started asking for the beer when they got home, mm-hmm. um, and um, the uh, you know, and then and then you know after, and we only had one beer. We just had the beer that tastes like beer, and and just having one, all the horsepower and and, right. and marketing behind one beer, I think, was also you know a key differentiating differentiating uh, factor. And um, so from there, we uh, we we looked at the market um, after creating this, uh, you know, uh, clean, all premium lager um, and, and looked at other opportunities to, uh, to, again, fight against macro. And where we saw the next opportunity was um, these, you know, the, these, you know, I'm not going to name names, but there's lower calorie beers out there that, um, you know, have marketed themselves as better for you beers. Um, but what p- consumers don't realize is those same beers have preservatives and and, and the are beer are, for the athlete, right? The ones we see commercials and they're working out. They're not good beers. They're not good beers. There there's preservatives and there's and there's and there's um, there's a there's a lack of quality. You know, there's corner cutter. There's corner cutting being being uh, taking place to 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 for for the for the purpose of profitability. And, and look, we're capitalists. You know, we 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 we're running a company, and and but but you don't have to forsake quality right. for 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 profit. And and we believe in providing the best quality product to our consumers. And so we developed a a a lower quality a lower calorie beer, uh, but with the highest quality. Um, and that was that was the next challenge. So. Um, you know, and I probably should back up. We, we've never brewed beer. We contracted uh, to have the beer made, um, but we were very specific in, in, you know, in, in making sure that the beer was super high quality. Again, only uh, malt, hops, yeast, water. And, and the things that are essential to beer and nothing more. That's right. I, I just think there's so many analogies. Just kind of circle a little bit back. And oh, obviously, this is such a good story. Is it, There's so much going on. I think like your timing is perfect. Like the health and wellness space, as far as people really deciding, like, hey, I need to take control over my own health. I need to understand what I'm putting inside of my body, right? And like, you know, I don't think there's anything obviously wrong with drinking beer. Like, we should, you know what I mean? Like, part of life, you know? So, for most of us anyway. Um, but just kind of understanding, again, what we're putting in our body and like what we use quotation marks, what healthy stuff is and what not so healthy stuff is and be able to make that decision yourself. Like, we'll, you know, kind of like Tom's shoes is what I picture, right? Like, remember the whole like social campaign? Like that just skyrocketed shoes, Absolutely. right? And it's like, you're doing this almost the same exact thing, kind of using this, uh, I don't want to call it social proof or like, you know what I mean? There's, no, there's a word I'm looking for, I can't think of it right now. You know what I mean? But just right. like, well, there's a con- there there we we have a conscience yeah. and, and we care about what conscious we- capitalism is something that conscious like, capitalism I've never heard yeah. That before. And, yeah and and you know there you mentioned the, the you know the give back portion and we're we're big fans of, of, of that company and and other companies that we we partnered with uh, Toadfish which is a local company and we're we're working on um, 
um, uh, developing a program with them uh, and supporting their program to uh, build oyster beds, which uh, helps uh, with with conservation of water. Yeah. And um, you know, we're, 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 we we really tie all of our give back to envir- uh, the environment and water. Um, and uh, but but you know, go, going back to, to to the actual brew process and 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 how we. Um, you know, needed to scale that. We, we started with a contract brewer to help us really scale with Island Coastal Lager. And then when we decided that, and, and to your point, health and wellness is, is tantamount now. I don't think that, 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 that genie's been let out of the bottle. Mm-hmm. And, 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 you know, there's no mistake. People are, care more and more about what they, what they put in their bodies. And I'm not, you know, I'm not dogging, you know, fast food, but like, you know, you know, you you can't go eat at, at at a fast food restaurant every day and expect to be healthy. There's right. not good quality food there, which is which is why the why why the cost of that food is less. You know, it, it, and, 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 and you know, it's like trans fats, right? Like we've figured well, out that stuff's in there. We if someone if someone's selling you a ham two hamburgers or cheeseburgers for 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 three dollars, you know, you you you're getting what you're paying for, yeah. right? Yeah. And it's and it's the same thing with beer. You know, like you go in and you buy you know beer. Well, this this twenty four pack of beer cost me you know twelve bucks. But, you know, just know that, you know, what you're drinking is is worth about 12 bucks. Yep. And that was the part that's been really difficult that we had to solve because in order to, to provide um, the, the greater market and more consumers a better quality product, we have to get to a volume that allows us to provide a price that's approachable for everybody. Mm-hmm. And so we, we scaled that, we scaled the, you know, the, uh, the production with that contract brewer and then um, we we soon learned that we needed to get even more capacity we partnered with um, uh, New Belgium out of Colorado yeah. which uh, uh, which we're thrilled about we did that last uh, March in uh, March 20 uh, 2019 and um, they they at the time uh, and and still are the uh, the fourth largest by volume um, craft brewer in the United States and uh, they they uh, they're 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 incredible people. They're really good people out there. They're they're a they're a B Corp. Um, uh, up until recently, they're employee owned, um, but they 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 have an incredible culture uh, that that really um, aligned with our mission. Mm-hmm. And they saw what we were doing, wanting to, to to kind of pick a fight with Macro, if you will, and and provide the greater populace a, a better beer. And uh, we partnered with them, and they started brewing our beer. We moved production over to them, and in in, uh, in in about May May June of, of 2019, and we started developing that lighter calorie or lower calorie all high quality beer. When we initially came to them and, and gave them the tenets of what we wanted in that beer, which was you know t- you know 2.6 carbs, uh, 4.2 uh, ABV alcohol by volume. Um, and, and, and actually 88 calories, which would be the lowest calorie beer, but the highest quality beer relative to, 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 you know, calories. Um, Mm -hmm. and, and, um, and, and they, they, you know, they kind of shook their heads and, and it took, it took a lot of time. It took us, you know, almost a year to develop what now, uh, has been born and we're launching, uh, and we're really excited about it this February. 
Uh, it's called Island Active, and it's the highest quality, lowest calorie beer of its of its kind. And um, you know, we're we're hoping that uh, we can capture the same mind share we did with Island Coastal Lager with Island Active, and um, you know, it's it's been uh, it's been a it's been an incredible journey, you know. And we never got the beer to Cuba. Um, but we, we hope someday to, to do that, you know, and, and, and bring it even further. We've been very, very humbled by the response by, um, by uh, the buyers, um, the buyers being, um, you know, the major grocery chain outlets, um, you know, Carnival Cruise Lines and, and other things that are in the works for us internationally. Um, but the, uh, you know, the buyers get it because they, they know that their consumers that, that are their guests in their stores, and I'm talking about Walmart, Costco, Publix, those buyers that buy for those big chains know that their consumers are looking for better quality products. Um, and, and they want to be able to provide those better quality products. Um, unfortunately, the macros are unwilling to, to you know, to give up, uh, you know, a little bit of profit to make a better, yeah, better quality product. Change. Yeah, that's not going to change. And I, and I don't think uh, the alcohol lobby is gonna you know stop pouring tons of money into campaigns, uh, you know where 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 the politicians? It's just yeah, not a for fight. transparency. Yeah, I, I mean, yeah, look, back, yeah. look back in the day, you know, you know, in 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 the sixties and seventies, right? Everybody was smoking. Fifty, everybody was smoking. Oh, you know, smoking was recommended by doctors for like <laughs> pregnant women to help with their anxiety. Like I've seen the ads; it's crazy. People don't know what yeah. they don't know, right? right? And, and you know. Um, it's just incredible to me, you know, that, that you know, um, the quality of life that, that everybody, you know, on, on our planet um, deserves uh, is, is out there for everybody. But it's a matter of finding it. And our, and our job, uh, at least in our, in our little corner, is, is to, to provide a, a better beer for, for as many people as we, we can educate. And so that's why it's, it's humbling to have you. And, and, yeah. you know uh, uh you know give us this this at least a little yeah. bit of platform sure right um and uh you know if, if i was able to put put it on a super bowl commercial i would you know but but you know we we've done that too we we we've taken uh, you know everything and put it back into the company we um we uh, recently ran a television commercial um in in the footprint that we're in uh, to let everybody know that this this is a, a better alternative, yeah. and uh, you know that's our mission, and we're going to stick to it. Is that something that that value prop, like you're really going to try to push? We'll, we'll call it an agenda, but you know what I mean. Sometimes a negative connotation. But is that kind of the marketing? Like, hey, we're on this mission. Here's the status of the problem. This is how we're the solution. Like, let's be aware. And like, are you going to push that quite a bit? They're, 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 the 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 hundred percent. Yeah. The tenants of this brand. Uh, our brand, Island Brands, uh, you know, we, we will never come out with a product that's not 100% clean. We make the cleanest products out there in terms of beer. Um, Eat clean, that, drink clean. A lot of people talk about eating clean, by the way. You know what I mean? Right. Like on the outside of the grocery store, right? Sure. And so, like, you know, people are going to have a beer. Like, I'm going to go work out, and sometimes I don't want to work out. I'm so going to have a beer. So I now can drink. Quote, you know, you can clean, drink clean, yeah. Clean As a matter of fact, all of our, all of our, uh, all of our now uh, marketing is is our narrative and single message is is uh, you know this is what a clean beer looks like, mm-hmm. you know, and and this is that's what we are. We're a clean beer, um, and and you know for 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 those people that that um, want to keep drinking macro beers, you know, there's always going to be people that want to drink those beers, um, but at the end of the day, I think there's a better 
better, uh, better, better value proposition. Luckily, we've been able to scale. And now um, even the buyers now, as I mentioned, they know their consumers want it. Luckily for us, they're, they're now putting us into the grocery stores right in the middle of macro. So they're putting us right where we want to be, right where we want to fight. As opposed to here's all the back rows and here's all like, and you right. go to one side or the other, right? Yeah, they're, they're yeah. You walk into any grocery store, you go in the yeah. cold box, you have like a whole multiplicity of of, of all these crap beers, and yeah. now you know flavored malt beverages. No one knows what's in them, by the way, either. No one knows what's in White Claw. You know, yeah. I mean, I'm sure it's great because everybody's drinking it. I pause on that. Yeah. I'm not sure what's in it, right? Yeah. So, uh, and that's with all flavored malt beverages. I mean, you know, what, what, how much how much sugar is in twisted tea? Oh my you know goodness. what I mean? I don't know. I used you know? to get the worst headaches from drinking some of those like well, that, and that, and, things. It's like, I can't do it anymore. And that's the thing, yeah. you know? And, and I was a test dummy. I mean, I, I drank, you know, a, a good quantity of our beers. I'm not going to say, no, I'm not going to say I didn't get a hangover, yeah. but, but I, I drank a lot of our beers and, and I feel great the next day. And it's because there's no impurities in the beer. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you drink, you know, our beer, and, and then it goes to flavor too. You know, you drink our beer and you're like, well, why, why does this taste better? Well, because there's not a bunch of garbage in it. Mm-hmm. There's no junk in the beer. Yeah. You know, so it's just a matter. And, and consumers are getting it. The buyers are getting it. Um, you know, there there is in the U.S. Um, kind of an interesting dynamic because um, the 21st Amendment of the Constitution uh, which was was put in place to, uh, you know, uh, uh, stop prohibition at the time, uh, and the government. Uh, I mean, the re- the reason why we, you know, there's a lot of reasons why prohibition occurred, but when when they when they when we ceased prohibition with the 21st Amendment, the government wanted to tax alcohol at each level of its of its stage. So, you know, the 21st Amendment. Requires and, and this is going back to like the you know the mob controlling the entire supply chain before prohibition. So the Twenty First Amendment uh, basically said, "Look, we're going to put a three tier system in place, and so suppliers of alcohol are going to make the alcohol beer, and and we're going to tax them, and then they have to sell it to a distributor, which is called the second tier, mm-hmm. and we're going to tax them too." And then the distributor is going to sell it to retailers, and we're going to tax them too. And then and then the consumer buys it, and they get taxed, right? Yeah. So it's a quadruple dip, right? You'd think the government would take some of that money and educate the consumers that you know some of the beer they're drinking is yeah. bad, right? Yeah. Nah, that's okay. They're yeah. they're going to keep that money for themselves. Um, but but the bottom line is, it, you know, there there's there's uh, you know an incredible uh, amount of of hands. That, that, that products, that alcohol products have to go through. And so because there's these massive conglomerates, um, and there's really it's a triopoly, there's three major companies in the U.S. that control 85% of the beer being consumed in the U.S. Those three uh, happen to, because they control such a massive amount of the actual beer being consumed, um, they also are pushing their beer, their products through that second tier. That second tier, being the distributors, also come in three flavors. They come in the three flavors that match up and line up mm-hmm. with those three big companies. And that makes it tough. That makes it tough for us. Yeah. Because really, the, the distributors control 
coming from the supplier, those three big companies, what the consumers are going to get on the shelves. Now, the buyers, being the, the public stores and, 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 and the retailers, um, they see it differently. They want to provide their guests at their stores what they think their guests deserve, which is higher quality products. And you see it across the board. Um, and so, you know, we, 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 we've had to kind of, we, we've done a, you know, where, where craft brewers come out with a great beer, they start on the ground level and they get their local, um, you know, bars and restaurants to carry it and they build a consumer base. And then if they get to enough of a consumer base, they can put it into a grocery store and the grocery store will, um, the consumers will buy it at the grocery store as well. We, we took a different approach and we had to because in order to, um, you know, really scale and scale quickly and fight against macro, we had to go top down. And so we had to get the buyers who've been incredible for us, Publix, Walmart, Costco, um, Earth Fair, you know, Whole Foods, uh, Harris Teeter, all, you know, all of them, uh, Bilo, we're, we're in virtually every major retailer, uh, all those buyers for those retailers have, have said, we want the product. And our second tier, which is our distributors, you know, their, their, their job is to buy our product and deliver it to the buyer. If, 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 we, um, if, we, if we went to them, to the distributors and, and said, look, this is what we're doing, that, you know, and, and you know, we want you to, to, to sell it into these grocery stores, that's not really, that doesn't really go over that well. Mm -hmm. Because you know, they're, 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 their bread is being buttered by whatever of the three yeah. that they end up lying, but lining up with. But if Publix asks the, basically the buyer, then they're going to have to The buyer it pulls in. it in. The yeah. buyer pulls it in. Yeah, they're not going to say no. We That's can't. right. The right. buyer pulls it in. And, 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 I, and I will mention, and this is, just a, this is just a fact, I mean, you know, those, those suppliers, those three biggest macro suppliers, you know, uh, are, are, are they're, they're massive. They're global companies. And so when a global company um, is dealing with, you know, even, you know, we'll put Walmart aside, but let, let's take Publix, which I shop at Publix. It's my favorite grocery store. They're a great partner for us. Um, you know, Publix is, is you know, the, the, they, they really are the, um, their footprint and their consumer base is in the Southeast. Publix is not nationwide. They're predominantly in the South. They're headquartered in Florida, and they really are the South's, you know, probably I would argue premier, you know, go-to uh, grocery chain. Um, when you have one of those three global conglomerates dealing with Publix, right? You know, they're 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 massive compared as big as Publix is. Those those conglomerates are massive compared to yeah compared to you know a, a grocery chain, and then and then it and and Publix is still huge. But then you get to like a Whole Foods or an Earth Fair. It gets even, it, you know, and so it, it's just a matter of, of, of domination, you know. And, and I would argue that the 21st Amendment probably needs to be, you know, looked at pretty hard. So anyhow, maybe maybe in another lifetime. Yeah. We're going to do we're going to do we, we're going to do the part that we can. Yeah. And uh, we, we um, you know, at, at one point, funny anecdote, but but at one point. Uh, Carnival Cruise Lines, again, great partnership. They get it. Um, they wanted to provide their guests a better, higher, higher quality, you know, product that that just a beer that tastes like beer, right? And um, they they brought us on their ships, and not long after they brought us on their ships, and and 
the, the consumers are loving it. And we have this great, great relationship. We have a great relationship with them. They, um, they opened up Cuba as one of their stops um, on, 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 uh, their, on their vacations, right? Mm-hmm. So you could get on a Carnival Cruise Line from Charleston, South Carolina, and, and go to Freeport, Bahamas, and then stop in Cuba for two nights and come back to Charleston. And we were so excited because that was we finally gonna, did it. <laughs> we're going to bring it home. We were going to bring it home. We we're going to bring it. We we're going to bring yeah. it home. And then uh, you know the, the current administration, for whatever reason, you know, isolated yeah. uh, Cuba again. So you know, I, I mean, look, you know, at the at the end of the day, our our mission is to provide a better, higher quality product and 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 educate consumers. I think that you know, there's always going to be a consumer that's you know super price sensitive, you know, but. You know, it's unfortunate because, you know, there's there's also people that, that, that go to, uh, you know, that eat fast food probably more than they should um, because, you know, they can't afford, uh, you know, otherwise. Right. Yeah. And so uh, we're going to keep we're going to keep on this mission and we're going to keep providing, you know, yeah. a better beer to, to everybody. You know, college kids are still probably going to drink. You know whatever whatever's on set. I did too, right? Yeah. Back in the day, but we're 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 getting closer. Yeah. You know, and 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 you know we're 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 going toe to toe with the macros. You know, we're we're with Island Active. We are um we are we are sponsoring runs. Uh, we got this cool guy dresses up in a costume, Captain Active. We got we got Captain Actives in every major city in the southeast. You know, running running five Ks mm-hmm. and fifteen Ks and. You can make a dent at eighty five percent, right? Like that's that's the goal, right? Look, like even five percent. I if, can only imagine how many people that is. If, if the, it, you know the story's not written yet, yeah, right. If, if if somehow you know we can open the door to um, you know and open the eyes to enough consumers mm-hmm. that that they stop buying the, you know this crappy beer that that is you know loaded up. In grocery stores, you know, it's like you, you, you wonder, like, you know, if 85% of the people are drinking that bad beer, you know, I wonder why. When you go into the cold box, into a store, you know, there, there's there's like, you know, if you, if, you have a, if you have a cold box, a 20, let, let's say, a, a, you know, a 20-foot a, a cold box, which is, would be a really big cold box in a store, but they're out there, right? You know, 85% of that cold box is filled with macro crappy beers. I think right? it's creatures of habit. I think we're all, right? Like and, and I, again, I drink, yeah. you know, this beer, this is what my dad drank or this is what I drink in college. I just always drink this and, you know, rarely do I go outside of that realm, especially when I'm just at home. This is always what I do. And, and, to, your, and to your point, I think that people are waking up, you know, they're, they're waking up, they're, they're becoming less robotic and they care. You know, and it's not just um, it's not just beer, like you said. It's everything. Yeah, think about um, even the clothes you wear. Like you know, you don't want to. You know, you mentioned Tom's. Like you don't you don't want to wear clothes that have been made. You know, in a in a sweatshop. Yep. Right with with people. Socially conscious was the thing. Socially I was conscious, man. Like uh, eggs, yeah. eggs. You know, like get stuff do you, from local. Do you farms. want to do, do yeah. you know buy 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 better eggs, yeah. right? Like think there's people Top. don't really do better eggs out there. Yeah, think about <laughs> Halo Top ice cream. What they did. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? That's another like example of like, mm-hmm. which is I don't know if that's national, but it was a big thing for kind of a while. Just was because it was different than whatever Briars or whatever else because it had better quality products. It had more protein in it or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. There's a big piece of that. People want to feel like they're being healthy as much as possible, and and sometimes. Unfortunately, we learn in the in the medical field. Sometimes that's true, 
and it's actually legit. And sometimes, unfortunately, it's not. But yeah. everything that I can see, I mean, you guys are doing it. Legit. But I think right. from you know from the top down too, you know, and and there is um and, and I, you know, I'm kind of you know apolitical, if you will. Yeah. Um, I, I kind of look at just each issue. But but I, I I'm I'm a, I'm a Jimmy Fallon fan, and I was watching him last night, and um, he had Michael Bloomberg on. Okay. Right? And and he was the mayor of New York for like twelve years, and and one of the things, and, and, and you know, and he just takes a different he just takes a different approach. He was saying to Jimmy Fallon, he said, you know, I just want people to have better quality of life, and 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 part of that might be. Um, you know, just just knowing what's better for them, and 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 from the top down, in uh, in New York, and and everyone was kind of it was a head scratcher when he first started doing it. But he was the first mayor of a major city worldwide to ban smoking in restaurants. It was a big deal, and it was funny. He said he's like people stopped wanting to take pictures of me, and they would give me the one finger wave. Right, like everyone was mad. All the smokers were mad. You know, and now and it went, it went, it went, it went viral. It went global, and and whether whether it was Amster, you know Amsterdam or you know no matter where it was, uh, you know people took note, and and the quality of life of people in New York City went up because they banned smoking in in public places and in restaurants, mm-hmm. and then and then he went after the soft drinks. He's like, why why are we selling sixty four ounce Coca Cola drinks yeah. or or Pepsi drinks or Mountain Dews? You shouldn't or, drink that in a week. Let you alone shouldn't in drink a that. Much. I mean, it's like you know how much sugar. Yeah, is in sixty four ounces of soda, right? It's yeah. crazy. It's a, like it's baffling, right? Yeah. So he he he, you know, and people again head scratcher. Like, why would he go after soda? So he kept doing these things, and that yeah. wasn't just you know those are two anecdotes of what he's done. It's interesting, but he's done a few of these things. And the life expectancy in the city of New York has gone up by almost four years. So and so, so all you got to do is move to New York and you'll live another four years. I mean, this is, you know, this is, this is a trend that I think, you know, if, if, if more of our leaders took that yeah. approach. It's very radical. It's and, so you know, hard. Right? It's like, so hard. Yeah. But like, ima- imagine if, you know, imagine, imagine if, 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 if those three conglomerates, you know, if, if they were required to put, um, you know, the what's in what, the beer. What, what's, look like, oh, there's what's like in 25% your, you know, corn. What's right, in your yeah, beer, rice, you know, yeah. what's in your beer. And, 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 and you know, it would, it, people people would make more informed decisions, yeah. you know. Um, and that's and, literally the point of the podcast, like from the beginning, is always to give people the right medical information. I just want them to be able to make an informed choice, right? Like if you want to go have a macro beer, that's totally fine. If you want to eat fast food, that's totally fine. I just want you to understand totally. what you're doing. Here are the consequences. I, I will still eat fast food yeah. pretty rarely at this point, yeah. but sometimes I will. And I totally understand I'm going to feel terrible later and this isn't good for me. That's right. right. And oh, but, right, you I didn't know, understand that yeah. for a lot of years. Oh, on a road trip. I, I you know, I ride out, I ride out with, uh, with, with my, with my sons to Colorado every, every summer and, you know, we'll hit a road trip. And, and like, you know, sometimes, you know, sometimes fast food can yeah. be pretty easy, right. you know, but then like 30 minutes later, I'm like, man, I regretted that. Like, like it just, idea. I don't feel good. Right. Right. So yeah, I, you know, and again, yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't browbeat anybody like, you know, do, do we want, man. I'm all about freedom for right. sure. But, but you got to make informed yeah. decisions. Yeah. You got to get something to go viral. Kind of like, um, you know, like those docu-series, like what the health did or game changers. Yeah. did. You know what I mean? Where it's something like. I just picture somebody pouring uh, or like looking at a um, one of the macro breweries and kind of like little pieces of like, here's what's in the beer and then here's what's in Island Active. Yeah. Right. And they could just see it because that's the thing, seeing it. Yes. I don't know if you saw Game Changers, but they literally would like, and it was, you know, 
say what you want of how much yep. of that was true. There's a lot of stuff that unfortunately was not as accurate as it could have been. Right. But they visualize like, look, this is how much fat is in your veins right now. That's right. And they had this little vial of it. You know what I mean? It was just, yeah. that's very powerful stuff. Yeah. Right. And so I was like, I just wonder if one day I'm just going to see this viral video from you guys and be like, oh my God, like there it is. We're you working know? on it. Yeah. We're working on it. I mean, you know, it ha- it, it hasn't, it, we, we haven't hit any viral moment, but, but you know, I will, you know, you mentioned that, but it's interesting um, social media um, has created a different paradigm. Yeah. And so it does allow us to educate consumers in a way that is, is, is uh, you know, just about anybody can educate other people because we have this platform now. And I think that's part of the reason why people are making more informed decisions. Completely because, right. you know, you, you have blogs, you have, um, you know, all kinds of, you know, areas to get your, your you know, uh, places to get your information. And, um, you know, it's uh, it's it's a different world, and um, you know I think that uh, you know we're going to continue to you know there's look there's the there's the you know the old paradigm which is still there too. So we have to get you know commercials on television. And, you know, on both we have sides. to do a little bit of everything, yeah. right? But yeah. um, you know it's cool. There's a lot of consumer choice. Hopefully, a lot of people are listening to this podcast. Yeah, right now. hopefully, I'll bust it out <laughs> for sure. So, yeah, let's. Uh, I feel like it's a great place to to end it. If you don't mind, though, just like how do people find out more about you, your mission? Where do they go? How can they find you guys? Yeah, appreciate that. So, we're we're our our website is uh, islandcoastallogger.com. Uh, we're found on uh, social media handles at Island Coastal Logger, at Island Active, and uh, the Island Vibe Tribe. Those are the three handles. Um, and uh, we're, we're headquartered in Charleston, South Carolina. If, uh, if anybody listens to this podcast and wants to stop by for a cold beer, you're more than welcome. Nice. We're on 49 Immigration Street, downtown Charleston. Love it. Thanks, man. I really appreciate it. Hey, I appreciate it, man. All right, everybody. Thank you so much for joining us on the Healthy Charleston Podcast. We hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, we would love for you to head over to Instagram, search Healthy Charleston, one word, like, follow, comment on today's episode. If you have any questions, comments, if you have possible guests that you want us to bring on, if you have any topics you want us to discuss, reach out there, send us a direct message. We would love some feedback. Also, if you get any extra time, head over to iTunes, give us a rating. Again, put comments there. We love your feedback. Have a phenomenal.